Welcome to Talking With Tech. I'm your host, Rachel Madel, joined as always by Chris Bouguet. Hey, Chris. What's going on, Rachel? Happy New Year! Oh, yeah, I know. It's a new year, and boy, do we ever need a new year. <laughs> we just totally needed 2020 behind us. I just hope it's not the devil you know, you know? Like, like what's coming around the corner, you know? <laughs> we were just getting used to dealing with, with 2020, and now we got this new thing to deal with, 2021. I know. I know. It's true. But positive attitude, right? I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be a better year. Yep, definitely. Hopefully. So, hey, there's been something I want to talk about um, since our previous banter episode about the Pygmalion effect, you know? Yep. So after we recorded, uh, I was reflecting on the recording, and it occurred to me that there could be some people that listen to that that our commentary there about kind of believing in the students and believing that they can and that they someday will, and they might spin that in their own minds, or they might hear what we're saying and get it wrong and think that what that means that we should pretend students have abilities that they do not have, you know? Well, if I pretend they have these abilities, then they will have these abilities. And it's, that's not exactly it. It's kind of a razor thin line that we're trying to walk there between kind of pretending and then also believing in. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? Yes, I do. I just don't want people listening to the podcast go, oh, well, the Talking With Tech podcast said that we should pretend kids have abilities that they don't have because that will make them have abilities that they don't have. And that's not what we're saying. At least I don't think so, right? I mean, you, you don't think that, right? No, I think that, it, like you said, it is kind of a, a razor thin line, but it's important that we, of course, believe because then what's the opposite? Not believing. But yes, I mean, not pretending as if a student has, you know, skills that they aren't showing us. But I think it's more the belief that students have the ability to learn those skills. Right. And that's, I think, the differentiation potentially. That's the major word right there, right? Potentially. So that's why we call it presume potential, is that we know they don't have those abilities now, but we believe with enough time, with enough effort, with the right technology, with the right support, they will gain those abilities. And that, I think, is the difference. Completely agree. Yeah. All right, good. I'm glad we cleared that up. Now, there's something else I want to kind of bring up with you, if that's okay. Let's do it. This is the first episode of the new year. And so I thought it might be fun to reflect on the episodes for the past year. Um, we've done this in the past, like a little bit of a metacast. I don't know. We've made it into a fun game in the past where I went out and did a little homework beforehand. And I did again this time and presented you with some questions on what you think. And I, and I think it's fun to kind of play along at home too when I ask, ask these questions. Are you up for it? You ready to play some statistical games? Um, yes. I'm a little scared by statistical games. Can we call it something else? <laughs> um, but yes, I'm ready. This reminds me, remember Chris when we did AAC bingo? Yes. That was really fun. That was really fun. Yes. And you won. Yeah, I did win. I'll, I'm not ever going to forget it. <laughs> or let me forget it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of the things I looked up, statistics I looked up, was the percentage of increase in the number of listeners, you know, like the number of downloads we had from last year this time to this year this time. So within a year, how much growth have we had? Like how much growth, how many more downloads have we had percentage-wise? So I'm going to give you, um, well, how do you want to do it? Do you want to do multiple choice or do you want to do like, I'm going to guess, you know, throwing a dart against the wall? 
please multiple choice <laughs> multiple choice okay so multiple choice we made a um zero percent growth that's a we made a 10 percent growth that's b we made 25 percent growth that's c or we didn't grow we went backwards we went minus 25%. We have less listenership now than in the past. Do you think it's A, B, C, or D? Well, just because I'm being optimistic, I'd like to think it's C, the largest number that you gave, 25%. That is accurate. We have a 25% increase from last year. And I think that is largely due to listeners telling other listeners. I mean, sure, we have Instagram and sure we have Facebook and, and we do, we're all over the place presenting and sharing about the podcast. But I, I would be willing to bet, I mean, it's impossible to know, but I think I, I'd be willing to bet that the reason our listenership has gone up is because li- people who are listening, like you listening right now, go out and tell other people, oh, you got to listen to this podcast or you share it with somebody else. Either it's an individual episode that really had a meaning to a case you were working on um, or just the podcast in general. Would you would you agree? Yeah. And I've actually seen over the, the last year, I have seen a lot more people posting specific episodes uh, on social media um, in response to questions. So I think that in our field, in AAC, there's a lot of people who have a lot of questions and will frequently post them on social media. And I will just be, you know, scrolling around on social media and just happen to see somebody, you know, share an episode um, and it's just really exciting for us to see that you guys not only, you know, listen to the podcast, but also are now answering questions by giving specifics about like which episode we talked about this thing. Um, and so that's really exciting to see. So, yes, I definitely think that it's the listeners who are probably sharing um, and telling other people about the podcast. All right. You ready for the next question? I'm ready. So now this is specific to just this year. OK, so this the 2020 year. Um, So not all time, but we'll come back with all time here in a a bit. So which country is our second highest listenership this year? So our first is clearly the United States. But I'm curious, which country do you think in the world um, would be our second highest listenership this year? Um, Okay, I think there's I'm I'm struggling with two here. I think it's either Australia or. Because I know we got a lot of AAC peeps in Australia, um, or potentially the UK. I'm not sure though. I think it's it's one of those two. It is neither of those <gasps> two, but Australia is a good guess. Um, it, it, Australia uh, is number three on the list for this year. But hold on to that thought because things change up when we talk about all time. You know, um, the number two country is Canada. Uh, oh canada oh canada i forgot about canada (laughs) canada is a great one yes we have a lot of listeners in canada that makes sense and you're right the uk is number three okay okay i'm sorry uk is number four australia is number three so it goes like this united states canada australia united kingdom and then new zealand hmm Okay. But there's lots of listeners in other countries as well. There's France and Germany and Ireland, and the list goes on. So, um, so again, thank you for spreading the word. All right. So, all time, United States is first, but what do you think is second? Australia. <laughs> Australia okay. is, is, right? And then number three is... The UK. 
No, Canada, Canada. No. <laughs> I forgot about Canada. Oh my God, Canada, I'm sorry. All of our Canadian listeners, I'm sorry. I'm publicly saying it. <laughs> so, and then UK and New Zealand again. All right, so now, because the United States is our, uh, clearly our number one uh, listenership is from the United States. I mean, we're in the United States. Um, but I think this is always interesting. We have a breakdown of which states in the U.S. have the most listeners this year, okay? Now, this is an interesting statistic, Rachel, because our podcast host, uh, you know, the platform that we host on, they don't give us statistics in relation to population. Like, I would love to know that because it's going to be kind of obvious, I think, when you hear which these are or guess which these are because it's like, well, these are the states with the highest populations. <laughs> you know what I mean? So statistically, it makes sense, you know. Chances are Hawaii's not going to be up there in the top of the listenership. But I wonder if we could compare it to listenership um, based on population, what the ratio would be. Hmm. So now with that in mind, this year, what state do you think listened to us the most? I'm going to say it's the state that I'm currently in, which is California. California is number one, clearly. In fact, it blows everyone else away by 6%. So um, it's it's the clear leader. Number two, do you think it's Texas, Illinois, Virginia, or do you think it's New York? Mm, I think New York. That'd be a good guess, right? But it's not. Texas. Texas. Texas, yes. I was yes. like, the other big state. We don't mess with Texas. <laughs> Texas is number two. Um, we, and it just nearly edges out number three, which is not New York. What is it, Virginia? It also has a very large cosmopolitan city in it. Oh, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois, exactly, exactly. Uh, and for those listeners that are overseas, Chicago is in Illinois. And so that we, I think we have a lot of listeners in the Chicago area. Um, go Cubs. So we've got California, Texas, Illinois, then New York, and then my state of Virginia. So, or the state I'm currently in, I should say. I wouldn't necessarily say it's my state because I'm originally from New York. You own Virginia? <laughs> Your state? <laughs> Give me a couple months. All right. So, and then uh, then from there, it continues down the list. I will just go with the top five, I think, though. Now, all time, it's actually the same, uh, except... Virginia drops off the list as number five for all time. So California is first, Texas is second, Illinois is third, thank you, uh, New York is fourth, but a different state all time comes in uh, as number five. Any guesses? Hmm, I don't know. I need a hint. Uh, well, I'll give you a hint. Okay, so imagine a state where people used our podcast as a podcasting club. Ah, oh, Cuyahoga County. What state are they in? Where I went to get my master's degree is in the state where I got my master's degree. Ohio. Ohio, exactly. Exactly. So Ohio's number five, but Ohio, you're not that far be behind New York. So spread the word because you can overtake New York next year. You've got a year. We've got to give you a year. All right. Last couple statistics, Rachel. Okay. Let's talk about the top five episodes this year. Okay. This year. So um, let's go with number five, shall we? And then we'll work up to number one. I'm excited. Number five is ATIA 2020 Part 1, AAC in the Classroom, Visual Scene Displays, and more. So that kind of makes sense to me, is, is that a lot of people would be wanting to go to a conference um, 
maybe could not attend, couldn't get away for whatever reason, we're not able to be at ATIA in person. So let me listen to a podcast where someone's kind of summarizes it and I get some different flavors of people that were there and kind of have this, the next best experience, you know? That makes sense. Number four, all right, this is, I think you're going to, this is really interesting. So as soon as the pandemic hit, you and I jumped on a call together and said, what are we doing? How are we going to help families when everyone went to lockdown? And what we generated, do you remember the, the podcast episode we put together? This was the hour by hour? Yep. An hour by hour guide to implementing AAC at home. And that is our second most popular episode this year. Wow. I'm sorry. Sorry. Our fourth most. Sorry, I'm reading backwards. Our fourth most popular. Wow. That's actually kind of surprising, but... I feel like that was a, I really liked that training that we did, Chris. Um, I feel like that was a really helpful thing for parents to kind of figure out what am I going to do with all this time in my day? And we kind of structured it for families and gave them lots of ideas. And who doesn't love lots of ideas on how to support communication? And I think, didn't someone bring it up at one of, at our Patreon event? I think someone brought that that specific episode up is that it was particularly helpful for families too. So definitely. All right, our um, third from the top, right? And number three is ATIA 2020 Part Two: Building AAC Capacity, Dynamic AAC Assessment, Breaking Through Implementation Barriers, and more. And I think there, it's not just because it's ATIA. But because of the title, we are building capacity. I think that's something everyone is striving to do. Two, everyone's, and you know this because I know you've been doing so many trainings on this, a dynamic AAC assessment and how do we do that? And then the third is talking about implementation, you know, and that this particular episode hits all three of those biggies. So it's no wonder that this is our third most popular for the year. Yeah, I think everybody needs some ideas for implementation because ultimately I think that's where we can really help um, and come together collaboratively because I might be doing something in my neck of the woods and when I'm able to share that with somebody else in a different part of the country or the world, um, I think that's where we can really build off of each other and really come together as a community and help um, give ideas and inspiration. And um, I think that's what's so exciting about our field is that the people in it really go out of their way to share. And I think that's so important and share for free, um, which is another thing that I think is really important. And so it's just nice to, to just have that, that community so that we can all learn and grow and, you know, continue to become better clinicians. And I think it never ends, meaning there's always new ideas, always new technologies, all always new implementation strategies. It's ever changing. And I feel like that's one of the exciting things about the work that we do and the sharing that you said, the kind of the community that comes around it is that um, we can always continue to learn new strategies. Yep, definitely. All right. So our second most popular episode of the year your friend, Hannah Foley, Hannah Foley, full-time AAC user and future AAC specialist, Hannah Foley episode, definitely, you know, and again, that I think is super exciting because that was always one of the missions of the podcast is to spotlight AAC users and her being the second most, you know, popular episode of the year. I think it really uh, reinforces that idea. I cannot wait to send her an Instagram message and tell her this exciting news. I am super pumped and it's such a great episode. I highly recommend if you haven't listened to that episode yet, 
go back and listen to it because it's so important to listen to AAC users. And I think Hannah does a really great job of describing her experience and also giving insight into how to communicate with an AAC user. Um, and I think that's something that we could all learn from. And especially if we're working you know, with students who are using AAC, we can take those nuggets of wisdom and share them with the families that we're working with. So our number one episode of the year, the most downloads of 2020, was Catherine Dorney using core words and aided language input to teach preschool children with ASD. Wow, Catherine, so exciting. Congratulations. That was actually a great episode. Catherine is like such a master of the research in our field. Um, I really admire her and um, how much she knows about all of the research. I feel like she can just like rattle off citations like and like no one I've ever met. Um, so I'm really excited that that's the the number one episode. And um, it's, it's definitely a, a great one. We talk all about exactly what the title says, you know, working with students with, with autism and how to support core word vocabulary and what the research really tells us. And that's, and that's really exciting. I can't wait to, to share that with her too. Now, are you ready for the top five episodes all time? I'm ready. Okay. Well, the fact of the matter is I can't give you the top five. I have to give you the top six because five and six were tied. They have the exact same number of downloads. Wow. So in no particular order, we've got Megan Betts, improving collaboration and communication with parents and teachers. Just a quick reminder there, Megan Betts is a private speech therapist that works in my neck of the woods. I like I know her locally here. Uh, she used to work in the same school district as me before she went to private practice. And she teaches at George Mason University. So that is that that episode. And again, any surprise, we're trying to facilitate these conversations and these collaborative relationships between parents and teachers. And here's Megan talking about how to do that. Love it. Love it. All right. But tied with Megan is supporting AAC users with aggressive behaviors. Do you remember that episode? Oh, I do remember that episode, Chris, because that was just you and me talking. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, a definitely a, a challenging one for me. And actually, I I can't tell you the, the amount of responses I've gotten. Still, I'll still get an email from somebody who had just listened thanking me for sharing my experience because I think it's something that we don't talk about enough as the providers that work with students that sometimes do have aggressive behavior and um, how challenging that can be to navigate emotionally, you know, physically, like all the things. So um, it's definitely an episode worth listening to. So number four, because those were both number five, number four is so interesting when you see it next to number three. Okay. So number four is Amanda Sheriff, Practical Strategies Supporting Literacy and Language for AAC Users. She won the coaching call with us. And she also came to the Patreon event that we had, the Talking with Talking with Tech Live Patreon event, and she was you, you you'll hear it eventually. Her sharing the strategies that she has, um, and I think that's such so telling because she's sort of a new therapist in the field, you know. And comparing that with the next episode, which was a veteran of the of the industry, which is Gail Van Tatenhove, uh, aging and its possible impact on AAC users, right? I mean, so here we've got someone new and a veteran right neck and neck with, and so that's, again, I think so telling of um, the podcast and how it tries to reach so many different people. 
I love it. I love it. And actually, Amanda shared some really great tips during that Patreon event. And I actually had the thought while she was sharing and then other people were sharing that like this is why it's so important to connect and collaborate with each other because the strategy she shared, I was like, I would have never thought of that. And this is awesome. And I'm definitely going to use this. (laughs) And so I think it's just like an important reminder, like you said, Chris, you know, we have clinicians who are just starting off and we have veterans in the field, we can all learn from each other. All right. So the remaining two, our second most popular episode ever was Lisa Irwin Davidson researching core language and AAC for preschool children. Again, I think that people really like the research. It sounds like this is what I'm I'm gathering. Catherine Dorney, uh, Lisa, I definitely really respect all of the work that she's doing. That's the common thread I'm seeing is like people want some of our researchers on to talk about the kinds of research they're doing. And I think this is an episode, I think maybe one of the reasons it has a lot of downloads is that people share it because they want to share the research when they're trying to make a point to somebody, you know, like, hey, we need to use this core vocabulary Well, why? What's the research say? Here, listen to this episode. Do you know? I think that happens. And I think that's great, you know, that our podcast can be shared that way. There is a correlation between number two and number one. Number one, again, drumroll, it is uh, Catherine Dorney again. Not only the most downloads for the year, but most downloads ever is the Catherine Dorney episode, which I think is interesting because an aspect we didn't talk about just, you know, a few minutes ago is that both Catherine Dorney, that episodes, and the Lisa Irwin Davidson specifically talk about preschool. You know, the preschool is in the title. Uh, We're talking about early learners there. It's evidence to suggest that more people are thinking about doing AAC earlier, you know, and how do we get this involved in a preschool population so that, one, people get it earlier and they're going to live their whole life with it. The sooner you start, the better. And then second, it can help students with the language development. So maybe you'll be turning that that AAC system back in someday and be like, no, thank you. It just got me where I needed to faster. It supported my language learning and it supported my learning of literacy, but I don't need it anymore. So thank you. But the sooner we can do that, the better. And I think that's just such a great thing that those are our two top episodes. Yeah, I actually just um, booked a talk, uh, a training that I'm going to be doing with an organization down in um, San Diego, and it's a it's a birth to three organization who's interested in learning about AAC, um, and so I'm going to be you know sharing some of the information that I already have shared in other talks, but also creating some new content um, on how do we get kids started with AAC sooner, um, how what types of AAC, how do we talk with parents about the AAC process. Um, And we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's a very different conversation that you have with a parent of a two-year-old about AAC than, you know, a parent with a five-year-old. So it's it's really exciting that I'm going to be sharing some of that and developing some of that new content. And I think you're right, Chris. I think that people are trying to seek guidance on how we can incorporate AAC earlier and be more streamlined with it. And I think it's kind of maybe breaking out of the mold of what has been traditionally happening in the past, which is, you know, picture exchange. And what that tells me is people are more bought in with this idea of robust language and robust AAC and trying to figure out how we can support that from an early age. And so that's really exciting to me. 
I couldn't agree more. I hope everyone enjoyed this little stroll down, uh, or I guess I'll call it a metacast, you know, we're looking at the reflecting on what we've done for the year. I found it fascinating, um, one, discussing this with you, because I feel like, Rachel, at what we have to do with the podcast is often look back at our episodes, reflect on those numbers, reflect on the conversations we've had with people about it, so we can continue to look forward and, and say, okay, what do people like, and what do they need to hear so that we can um, uh, continue to to push the envelope of how to move the field forward. No, definitely. And I'm really excited. Um, we have a, I have a lot of interviews lined up for, for, for January and, um, we have lots of new people coming on the podcast to share their work. So, um, I'm definitely feeling inspired, um, with the new year and really excited to see how this year goes for the podcast and how much more growth we're going to see, um, between 2021 and so on. So I'm really excited. And I think it's always important to just like check back in on how the year went, kind of a year in, in review um, to get you set up for intention setting and getting started with a brand new year. I can't wait to be there with you, Rachel, and doing it together here at Virtual Five Five. Woo! So, Rachel, I think there's one last thing to talk about when we think about our year in review, and that is in June, we established an equity goal. And so that equity goal, I'm going to read it here just to kind of refresh everyone's mind. Um, It's by 2021, the Talking With Tech podcast will have spotlighted organizations or individuals who work to improve racial equality within a podcast episode at least 12 times. So with that said, we have worked towards that. Um, the, The first, I think, kickoff launch would be the Kara Walton interview. Yep, definitely. And I know you've had um, continuing correspondence with her, right? I have to say, Karen and I are like besties now. <laughs> so <laughs> we talk a lot. Um, she will sometimes ask me questions, AAC questions, when they come up in her practice. And um, she's wonderful to follow on social media. Um, and she's actually helped guide us with our equity goal and um, has given us some ideas on other organizations that we could potentially spotlight. So, yes, definitely listen to the Kara Walton episode. And yes, Kara uh, Walton and I are best friends now. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to the Kara Walton episode, or if you haven't listened in a while, that would probably be a good one to go back and listen to, especially at the end there, Rachel. I remember we asked everybody, we provided a Google form and asked people to share along, like create your own equity goal. And so if you did and you're creating your own equity goal, then some other things throughout the podcast that might help you is another episode, which is, um, again, features AAC users, Kevin. Kevin Williams and Latif McLeod. Yeah, that was a really powerful episode too, um, because obviously they they spoke through the lens of racism, but also you know they both are AAC users, so it's kind of um, how do we navigate that space? So definitely a really good conversation to listen to, and so thankful that they both agreed to come on the podcast to talk with us. Those two episodes for sure are ones you should listen to. And then throughout other episodes of the podcast, we've also featured Black Girls Code and Smiles for Speech. 
Yeah. And those are really great organizations. Um, and, you know, I think that oftentimes when we're kind of off the, the buzz of the holidays, like everyone's kind of spent a lot of money. Um, but I really think it's important to give back. And when if you're looking for organizations to support, um, either financially or you just want to volunteer, I know a lot of organizations, if you send them an email saying like, hey, I'd love to help out in some way, that's enough too. It doesn't always have to be financial. But these organizations would really appreciate your help. Um, They're doing really great things, which is why we want to stand behind them and we want to showcase them on our podcast. Um, So definitely don't uh, don't forget to reach out um, if you're interested for Smiles for Speech and also Black Girls Code. Those are two really great organizations. You know, it was super fun doing the run for the Smiles for Speech run together. That was a great time this past year as well. Yeah, and I love Smiles for Speech because their mission is um, really geared towards the global piece of of speech language pathology and helping to support students and adults. And I think that that's something that's really near and dear to my heart. I've done a lot of work, uh, service work abroad, and I think it's so important that we, you know, continue to increase awareness um, and try to help other countries build out infrastructure to support communication disabilities. And I think it's really important that we, you know, remember that because I think sometimes we get so like, you know, we're thinking about everybody in the United States, right? But there's a whole world out there and there's a lot of individuals that need help and assistance and support and infrastructure. And so that organization uh, is really like I said, near and dear to my heart, because that's something that I'm really passionate about. 2020 was a great reminder that we were always in this together. You know, I want to ask the listeners, Rachel, this is okay. I'd love to ask the listeners if there's other organizations out there that we're missing. We'd like to invite you to let us know, you know, what, what don't we know that we should know, please share with us and we will consider partnering with those organizations. We will try and spotlight those efforts that they're doing. So if you are a part of one or you know of one that uh, you'd like for us to know about and maybe share on the podcast, hit us up talking with tech at gmail.com. Also check us out at talkingwithtech.org and you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash talking with tech. Yeah, all the ways. Um, But just reach out to us. We love getting emails from you guys, asking us questions, giving us interview ideas. Um, And so we really want to continue that in the new year um, so that we can create content that you love and um, you can share it. Um, And so we just, you know, of course, are really passionate about helping individuals with complex communication needs and hoping that you guys really enjoy all of the work that we put into it. We it's a labor of love, Chris, right? We love this work and we're so excited that the podcast continues to grow because of you guys because of you sharing it and listening so thank you guys so much for all that you do and something that continues to grow as well is our patreon so we've mentioned it a couple times in this episode is that patreon um we have some special events there and we are planning some more we have almost weekly and i think rachel we're going to continue to do that here in 2021 is that we'll try and have weekly bonus content um that is sometimes about different technologies that exist. Sometimes it's bonus content that uh, we've recorded and haven't released in the main podcast feed. Sometimes it's interviews we know we won't be able to release for months based on the schedule of the podcast in the main podcast feed. So we release them early over in Patreon. So if that's something interesting to you and you want to support us that way, go check us out at patreon.com slash talking with tech. 
And if you're starting out the year, we would love to hear what you think about the podcast in a formal way. So you can always leave us a review on iTunes. That way people find out about the podcast. They hear about the podcast when they search it. They see, oh my gosh, it has so many great stars and reviews. So we would love to hear your feedback. Um, So don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. And we would be very grateful if you left us a review. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, I'm excited for 2021.